Hi, I'm Eric, and this is Listen to Sleep, quiet stories and meditations to help you find a little peace at bedtime or anytime. It has been a beautiful holiday weekend up here on the mountain. We went over to Ashi and Bandit's house for a nice Thanksgiving dinner with a fun game of cards afterwards. And Joe is up here at the cabin for the long weekend. This morning, we woke up to a baby blue sky filled with the most beautiful pink clouds. Paired with the new moon and a sky full of stars at night, it's just been a lovely few days. I want to thank Suzanne, Alexandra, and Jonah for supporting the podcast this week by subscribing to the ad-free version. If you'd like to get the podcast without any ads a day earlier each week, along with some perks to help you sleep, you can do that for less than the price of one cup of coffee every month. You'll find more information on the website at listentosleep.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. I really appreciate your support. Last week, I read part one of Gitanjali by the Bengali poet Rabindranath Tagore. It's a beautiful book of poems, which he received the Nobel Prize for Literature for, and was the first non-European to ever receive that honor. The book has also been added to the UNESCO Collection of Representative Works. I really love these poems, and I've heard from a lot of you that you do too. I'm really glad. We have part two this week, and we'll finish up with part three next week. Let's take a deep breath in and out, letting go of the day, feeling the weight of gravity pulling you deep down into the mattress. Another deep breath in and out. Nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to be. This is your time, quiet time. One more deep breath in. And out. If you get tired while I'm reading to you, that's okay. Just let yourself drift off. Gitanjali, Part 2 By all means, they try to hold me secure who love me in this world. But it is otherwise, with thy love which is greater than theirs, that thou keepest me free. Lest I forget them, they never venture to leave me alone. But day passes by after day 
and thou art not seen. If I call not thee in my prayers, if I keep not thee in my heart, thy love for me still waits for my love. When it was day, they came into my house and said, We shall only take the smallest room here. They said, We shall help you in the worship of your God and humbly accept only our own share of his grace. And then they took their seat in a corner, and they sat quiet and meek. But in the darkness of night, I find they break into my sacred shrine, strong and turbulent, and snatch with unholy greed the offerings from God's altar. Let only that little be left of me, whereby I may name thee my all. Let only that little be left of my will, whereby I may feel thee on every side, and come to thee in everything, and offer to thee my love every moment. Let only that little be left of me, whereby I may never hide thee. Let only that little of my fetters be left, whereby I am bound with thy will, and thy purpose is carried out in my life, and that is the fetter of thy love. Where the mind is without fear, and the head is held high, where knowledge is free, where the world has not been broken up into fragments by narrow domestic walls, where words come out of the depth of truth, where tireless striving stretches its arms toward perfection, where the clear stream of reason has not lost its way into the dreary desert sand of dead habit where the mind is led forward by thee into ever-widening thought and action, into that heaven of freedom, my Father, let my country awake. This is my prayer to thee, my Lord. Strike, strike at the root of penury in my heart. Give me the strength lightly to bear my joys and sorrows. Give me the strength to make my love fruitful in service. Give me the strength never to disown the poor or bend my knees before insolent might. Give me the strength to raise my mind high above daily trifles. And give me the strength to surrender my strength to thy will with love. 
I thought that my voyage had come to its end at the last limit of my power, that the path before me was closed, that provisions were exhausted, and the time come to take shelter in a silent obscurity. But I find that thy will knows no end in me, and when old words die out on the tongue, new melodies break forth from the heart, and where the old tracks are lost, new country is revealed with its wonders. That I want thee, only thee, let my heart repeat without end. All desires that distract me, day and night, are false and empty to the core. As the night keeps hidden in its gloom the petition for light, even thus in the depth of my unconsciousness rings the cry, I want thee, only thee. And as the storm still seeks its end in peace, when it strikes against peace with all its might, even thus my rebellion strikes against thy love, and still its cry is, I want thee, only thee. When the heart is hard and parched up, come upon me with a shower of mercy. When grace is lost from life, come with a burst of song. When tumultuous work raises its din on all sides, shutting me out from beyond, come to me, my Lord of silence, with thy peace and rest. When my beggarly heart sits crouched, shut up in a corner, break open the door, my king, and come with the ceremony of a king. When desire blinds the mind with delusion and dust, O thou holy one, thou wakeful, come with thy light and thy thunder. The rain has held back for days and days, my God, in my arid heart. The horizon is fiercely naked, not the thinnest cover of a soft cloud, not the vaguest hint of a distant, cool shower. Send thy angry storm, dark with death, if it is thy wish and with lashes of lightning startle the sky from end to end. But call back, my Lord, call back this pervading silent heat, still and keen and cruel, burning the heart with dire despair. Let the cloud of grace bend low from above, like the tearful look of the mother on the day of the Father's wrath. 
Where dost thou stand behind them all, my lover, hiding thyself in the shadows? They push thee and pass thee by on the dusty road, taking thee for naught. I wait here weary hours, spreading my offerings for thee, while passers-by come and take my flowers, one by one, and my basket is nearly empty. The morning time is past, and the noon. In the shade of evening my eyes are drowsy with sleep. Men going home glance at me and smile and fill me with shame. I sit like a beggar maid, drawing my skirt over my face. And when they ask me, what is it I want? I drop my eyes and answer them not. Oh, how indeed could I tell them that for thee I wait, and that thou hast promised to come. How could I utter for shame that I keep for my dowry this poverty? Ah, I hug this pride in the secret of my heart. I sit on the grass and gaze upon the sky and dream of the sudden splendor of thy coming. All the lights ablaze, golden pennons flying over thy car, and they at the roadside standing agape, when they see thee come down from thy seat to raise me from the dust, and set at thy side this ragged beggar girl, a tremble with shame and pride, like a creeper in a summer breeze but time glides on, and still no sound of the wheels of thy chariot. Many a procession passes by with noise and shouts and glamour of glory. Is it only thou who wouldst stand in the shadow, silent and behind them all? And only I, who would wait and weep and wear out my heart, in vain longing. Early in the day, it was whispered that we should sail in a boat, only thou and I, and never a soul in the world would know of this our pilgrimage to no country and to no end. In that shoreless ocean, at thy silently listening smile, my songs would swell in melodies, free as waves, free from all bondage of words. Is the time not come yet? Are there works still to do? Lo, the evening has come down upon the shore, and in the fading light, the seabirds come flying to their nests. Who knows when the chains will be off, and the boat, like the last glimmer of sunset, vanish into the night.
The day was when I did not keep myself in readiness for thee, and entering my heart unbidden, even as one of the common crowd, unknown to me, my king, thou didst press the signet of eternity upon many a fleeting moment of my life. And today, when by chance I light upon them and see thy signature, I find they have lain scattered in the dust, mixed with memory of joys and sorrows of my trivial days forgotten. Thou didst not turn in contempt from my childish play among dust, and the steps that I heard in my playroom are the same that are echoing from star to star. This is my delight, thus to wait and watch at the wayside, where shadow chases light, and the rain comes in the wake of the summer. Messengers with tidings from unknown skies greet me and speed along the road. My heart is glad within, and the breath of the passing breeze is sweet. From dawn till dusk, I sit here before my door, and I know that of a sudden, the happy moment will arrive when I shall see. In the meanwhile, I smile and I sing all alone. In the meanwhile, the air is filling with the perfume of promise. Have you not heard his silent steps? He comes, comes, ever comes. Every moment and every age, every day and every night, he comes, comes, ever comes. Many a song have I sung in many a mood of mind, but all their notes have always proclaimed he comes, comes, ever comes. In the fragrant days of sunny April, through the forest path, he comes, comes, ever comes. In the rainy gloom of July nights, on the thundering chariot of clouds, he comes, comes, ever comes. In sorrow after sorrow, it is his steps that press upon my heart, and it is the golden touch of his feet that makes my joy to shine. I know not from what distant time thou art ever coming nearer to meet me. Thy sun and stars can never keep thee hidden from me for I. In many a morning and eve, thy footsteps have been heard, and thy messenger has come within my heart and called me in secret. I know not only why today my life is all astir, and a feeling of tremulous joy is passing through my heart. 
it is as if the time were come to wind up my work, and I feel in the air a faint smell of thy sweet presence. The night is nearly spent waiting for him in vain. I fear lest in the morning he suddenly come to my door when I have fallen asleep, wearied out. O friends, leave the way open to him, forbid him not. If the sound of his steps does not wake me, do not try to rouse me, I pray. I wish not to be called from my sleep by the clamorous choir of birds, by the riot of wind at the festival of morning light. Let me sleep undisturbed, even if my Lord comes of a sudden to my door. Ah, my sleep, precious sleep, which only waits for his touch to vanish. Ah, my eyes closed that would open their lids only to the light of his smile when he stands before me like a dream emerging from darkness of sleep. Let him appear before my sight as the first of all lights and all forms, the first thrill of joy to my awakened soul. Let it come from his glance, and let my return to myself be immediate return to him. The morning sea of silence broke into ripples of bird songs, and the flowers were all merry by the roadside and the wealth of gold was scattered through the rift of the clouds while we busily went on our way and paid no heed. We sang no glad songs nor played. We went not to the village for barter. We spoke not a word nor smiled. We lingered not on the way. We quickened our pace more and more as the time sped by. The sun rose to the mid-sky, and the doves cooed in the shade. Withered leaves danced and whirled in the hot air of noon. The shepherd boy drowsed and dreamed in the shadow of the banyan tree, and I laid myself down by the water and stretched my tired limbs on the grass. My companions laughed at me in scorn. They held their heads high and hurried on. They never looked back nor rested. They vanished in the distant blue haze. They crossed many meadows and hills and passed through strange, faraway countries. All honor to you, heroic host of the interminable path. Mockery and reproach picked me to rise, but found no response in me. I gave myself up for lost in the depth of a glad humiliation 
in the shadow of a dim delight. The repose of the sun-embroidered green gloom slowly spread over my heart. I forgot for what I had traveled, and I surrendered my mind without struggle to the maze of shadows and songs. At last, when I woke from my slumber and opened my eyes, I saw thee standing by me, flooding my sleep with thy smile. How I had feared that the path was long and wearisome, and the struggle to reach thee was hard. You came down from your throne and stood at my cottage door. I was singing all alone in a corner, and the melody caught your ear. You came down and stood at my cottage door. Masters are many in your hall, and songs are sung there at all hours. But the simple carol of this novice struck at your love. One plaintive little strain mingled with the great music of the world. And with a flower for a prize, you came down and stopped at my cottage door. I had gone a-begging from door to door in the village path, when thy golden chariot appeared in the distance like a gorgeous dream, and I wondered who was this king of all kings. My hopes rose high, and methought my evil days were at an end, and I stood waiting for alms to be given unasked, and for wealth scattered on all sides in the dust. The chariot stopped where I stood. Thy glance fell on me, and thou camest down with a smile. I felt that the luck of my life had come at last. Then of a sudden didst thou hold out thy right hand and say, What hast thou to give me? Ah, what a kingly jest was it to open thy palm to a beggar to beg. I was confused and stood undecided, and then from my wallet I slowly took out the least little grain of corn and gave it to thee. But how great my surprise, when at the day's end I emptied my bag on the floor to find a least little gram of gold among the poor heap. I bitterly wept and wished that I had had the heart to give thee my all. The night darkened. Our day's works had been done. We thought that the last guest had arrived for the night and the doors in the village were all shut. Only some said the king was to come. We laughed and said, No, it cannot be. It seemed there were knocks at the door, 
and we said it was nothing but the wind. We put out the lamps and lay down to sleep. Only some said, It is the messenger. We laughed and said, No, it must be the wind. There came a sound in the dead of the night. We sleepily thought it was the distant thunder. The earth shook, the walls rocked, and it troubled us in our sleep. Only some said it was the sound of wheels. We said in a drowsy murmur, No, it uh, must be the rumbling of the clouds. The night was still dark when the drum sounded. The voice came, Wake up, delay not. We pressed our hands on our hearts and shuddered with fear. Some said, Lo, there is the king's flag. We stood up on our feet and cried, There is no time for delay. The king has come, but where are lights? Where are wreaths? Where is the throne to seat him? Oh, shame! Oh, utter shame! Where is the hall, the decorations? Someone has said, Vain is this cry. Greet him with empty hands. Lead him into thy rooms all bare. Open the doors. Let the conch shells be sounded. In the depth of the night has come the king of our dark, dreary house. The thunder roars in the sky. The darkness shudders with lightning. Bring out thy tattered piece of mat and spread it in the courtyard. With the storm has come of a sudden our king of the fearful night. I thought I should ask of thee, but I dared not, the rose wreath thou hadst on thy neck. Thus I waited for the morning when thou didst depart, to find a few fragments on the bed. And like a beggar, I searched in the dawn only for a stray petal or two. Ah me, what is it I find? What token left of thy love? It is no flower, no spices, no vase of perfumed water. It is thy mighty sword, flashing as a flame, heavy as a bolt of thunder. The young light of morning comes through the window and spreads itself upon thy bed. The morning bird twitters and asks, Woman, what hast thou got? No, it is no flower, nor spices, nor vase of perfumed water. It is thy dreadful sword. I sit and muse in wonder. What gift is this of thine? I can find no place to hide it. I am ashamed to wear it, frail as I am. And it hurts me when I press it to my bosom. <laughs> 
yet shall I bear in my heart this honor of the burden of pain, this gift of thine. From now there shall be no fear left for me in this world, and thou shalt be victorious in all my strife. Thou hast left death for my companion, and I shall crown him with my life. Thy sword is with me to cut asunder my bonds, and there shall be no fear left for me in the world. From now I leave off all petty decorations. Lord of my heart, no more shall there be for me waiting and weeping in corners, no more coyness and sweetness of demeanor, Thou hast given me thy sword for adornment. No more doll's decorations for me. Beautiful is thy wristlet, decked with stars and cunningly wrought in myriad-colored jewels. But more beautiful to me, thy sword with its curve of lightning like the outspread wings of the divine bird of Vishnu, perfectly poised in the angry red light of sunset. It quivers like the one last response of life in ecstasy of pain at the final stroke of death. It shines like the pure flame of being burning up earthly sense with one fierce flash. Beautiful is thy wristlet, decked with starry gems. But thy sword, O Lord of Thunder, is wrought with uttermost beauty, terrible to behold or think of. I asked nothing from thee, I uttered not my name to thine ear. When thou tookst thy leave, I stood silent. I was alone by the well, where the shadow of the tree fell aslant, and the women had gone home with their brown earthen pitchers full to the brim. They called me and shouted, Come with us, the morning is wearing on to noon but I languidly lingered a while, lost in the midst of vague musings. I heard not thy steps as thou camest. Thine eyes were sad when they fell on me. Thy voice was tired as thou spokest low. Ah, I am a thirsty traveler. I started up from my daydreams and poured water from my jar on thy joined palms. The leaves rustled overhead. The cuckoo sang from the unseen dark. And the perfume of babla flowers came from the bend of the road. I stood speechless with shame when my name thou didst ask. Indeed, what had I done for thee to keep me in remembrance? 
but the memory that I could give water to thee to allay thy thirst will cling to my heart and enfold it in sweetness. The morning hour is late. The bird sings in weary notes. Neem leaves rustle overhead, and I sit and think and think. Languor is upon your heart, and the slumber is still on your eyes. Has not the word come to you that the flower is reigning in splendor among thorns? Wake, oh, awaken, let not the time pass in vain. At the end of the stony path, in the country of virgin solitude, my friend is sitting all alone. Deceive him not. Wake, oh, awaken. What if the sky pants and trembles with the heat of the midday sun? What if the burning sand spreads its mantle of thirst? Is there no joy in the deep of your heart? At every footfall of yours, Will not the harp of the road break out in sweet music of pain? Thus it is that thy joy in me is so full. Thus it is that thou hast come down to me. O thou, Lord of all heavens, where would be thy love? if I were not. Thou hast taken me as thy partner of all this wealth. In my heart is the endless play of thy delight. In my life thy will is ever taking shape. And for this, thou who art the king of kings, hast decked thyself in beauty to captivate my heart. And for this thy love loses itself in the love of thy lover. And there art thou seen in the perfect union of two. Light, my light, the world-filling light, the eye-kissing light, heart-sweetening light. Ah, the light dances, my darling at the center of my life. The light strikes, my darling, the chords of my love. The sky opens, the wind runs wild, laughter passes over the earth. The butterflies spread their sails on the sea of light. Lilies and jasmines surge up on the crest of the waves of light. The light is shattering into gold on every cloud, my darling, and it scatters gems in profusion. Mirth spreads from leaf to leaf, my darling, and gladness without measure. The heaven's river has drowned its banks, and the flood of joy is abroad. Let all the strains of joy mingle, in my last song. 
the joy that makes the earth flow over in the riotous excess of the grass, the joy that sets the twin brothers, life and death, dancing over the wide world, the joy that sweeps in with the tempest, shaking and waking all life with laughter, the joy that sits still with its tears on the open red lotus of pain, and the joy that throws everything it has upon the dust and knows not a word. Yes, I know this is nothing but thy love, O beloved of my heart, this golden light that dances upon the leaves, these idle clouds sailing across the sky, this passing breeze leaving its coolness upon my forehead. The morning light has flooded my eyes. This is thy message to my heart. Thy face is bent from above. Thy eyes look down on my eyes, and my heart has touched thy feet. On the seashore of endless worlds, children meet. The infinite sky is motionless overhead, and the restless water is boisterous. On the seashore of endless worlds, the children meet with shouts and dances. They build their houses with sand, and they play with empty shells. With withered leaves they weave their boats, and smilingly float them on the vast deep. Children have their play, on the seashore of the worlds. They know not how to swim. They know not how to cast nets. Pearl fishers dive for pearls. Merchants sail in their ships, while children gather pebbles and scatter them again. They seek not for hidden treasures. They know not how to cast nets. The sea surges up with laughter, and pale gleams the smile of the sea beach. Death-dealing waves sing meaningless ballads to the children, even like a mother while rocking her baby's cradle. The sea plays with children, and pale gleams the smile of the sea beach. On the seashore of endless worlds, children meet. Tempest roams in the pathless sky. Ships get wrecked in the trackless water. Death is abroad, and children play. On the seashore of endless worlds is the great meeting of children. The sleep that flits on baby's eyes. Does anybody know from where it comes? Yes, there is a rumor that it has its dwelling there, 
in the fairy village among shadows of the forest dimly lit with glowworms. There hang two timid buds of enchantment. From there it comes to kiss baby's eyes. The smile that flickers on baby's lips when he sleeps. Does anybody know where it was born? Yes, there is a rumor that a young pale beam of a crescent moon touched the edge of a vanishing autumn cloud. And there, the smile was first born in the dream of a dew-washed morning. The smile that flickers on baby's lips when he sleeps. The sweet, soft freshness that blooms on baby's limbs. Does anybody know where it was hidden so long? Yes, when the mother was a young girl, it lay pervading her heart in tender and silent mystery of love. The sweet, soft freshness that has bloomed on baby's limbs. When I bring to you colored toys, my child, I understand why there is such a play of colors on clouds, on water, and why flowers are painted in tints. When I give colored toys to you, my child. When I sing to make you dance, I truly know why there is music in leaves and why waves send their chorus of voices to the heart of the listening earth when I sing to make you dance. When I bring sweet things to your greedy hands, I know why there is honey in the cup of the flowers and why fruits are secretly filled with sweet juice. When I bring sweet things to your greedy hands. When I kiss your face to make you smile, my darling, I surely understand what pleasure streams from the sky in morning light, and what delight that is which the summer breeze brings to my body. When I kiss you to make you smile. Thou hast made me known to friends whom I knew not. Thou hast given me seats in homes not my own. Thou hast brought the distant near and made a brother of the stranger. I am uneasy at heart when I have to leave my accustomed shelter. I forget that there abides the old in the new and that there also thou abidest. Through birth and death, in this world or in others, wherever thou leadest me, it is thou, the same, the one companion of my endless life, whoever linkest my heart with bonds of joy to the unfamiliar. When one knows thee, then alien there is none, then no door is shut.
Oh, grant me my prayer that I may never lose the bliss of the touch of the one in the play of the many. On the slope of the desolate river, among tall grasses, I asked her, Maiden, where do you go shading your lamp with your mantle? My house is all dark and lonesome. Lend me your light. She raised her dark eyes for a moment and looked at my face through the dusk. I have come to the river, she said, to float my lamp on the stream when the daylight wanes in the west. I stood alone among tall grasses and watched the timid flame of her lamp uselessly drifting in the tide. In the silence of gathering night, I asked her, Maiden, your lights are all lit. Then where do you go with your lamp? My house is all dark and lonesome. Lend me your light. She raised her dark eyes on my face and stood for a moment doubtful. I have come, she said at last, to dedicate my lamp to the sky. I stood and watched her light, uselessly burning in the void. In the moonless gleam of midnight, I asked her, Maiden, what is your quest? holding the lamp near your heart. My house is all dark and lonesome. Lend me your light. She stopped for a minute and thought and gazed at my face in the dark. I have brought my light, she said, to join the carnival of lamps. And I stood and watched her little lamp uselessly lost among lights. What divine drink wouldst thou have, my God, from this overflowing cup of my life? My poet, is it thy delight to see thy creation through my eyes and to stand at the portals of my ears silently to listen to thine own eternal harmony? Thy world is weaving words in my mind, and thy joy is adding music to them. Thou givest thyself to me in love, and then feelest thine own entire sweetness in me. She who ever had remained on the depth of my being, in the twilight of gleams and of glimpses, she who never opened her veils in the morning light, will be my last gift to thee, my God, folded in my final song. Words have wooed yet failed to win her, persuasion has stretched to her, its eager arms in vain. I have roamed from country to country, keeping her in the core of my heart, 
and around her have risen and fallen the growth and decay of my life. Over my thoughts and actions, my slumbers and dreams, she reigned, yet dwelled alone and apart. Many a man knocked at my door and asked for her, and turned away in despair. There was none in the world who ever saw her face to face, and she remained in her loneliness, waiting for thy recognition. Thou art the sky, and thou art the nest as well. O thou beautiful, there in the nest is thy love that encloses the soul with colors and sounds and odors. There comes the morning with the golden basket in her right hand, bearing the wreath of beauty silently to crown the earth. And there comes the evening over the lonely meadows, deserted by herds, through trackless paths, carrying cool draughts of peace in her golden pitcher from the western ocean of rest. But there, where spreads the infinite sky for the soul to take her flight in, reigns the stainless white radiance. There is no day nor night, nor form nor color, and never, never a word. Thy sunbeam comes upon this earth of mine with arms outstretched, and stands at my door the live-long day to carry back to thy feet clouds made of my tears and sighs and songs. With fond delight thou wrappest about thy starry breath that mantle of misty cloud, turning it into numberless shapes and folds and coloring it with hues ever-changing. It is so light and so fleeting, tender and tearful and dark. That is why thou lovest it, O thou spotless and serene. And that is why it may cover thy awful white light with its pathetic shadows. The same stream of life that runs through my veins night and day runs through the world and dances in rhythmic measures. It is the same life that shoots in joy through the dust of the earth in numberless blades of grass and breaks into tumultuous waves of leaves and flowers. It is the same life that is rocked in the ocean cradle of birth and of death, in ebb and in flow. I feel my limbs are made glorious by the touch of this world of life, and my pride is from the life-throb of ages, dancing in my blood 
at this moment. Is it beyond thee to be glad with the gladness of this rhythm, to be tossed and lost and broken in the whirl of this fearful joy? All things rush on, they stop not, they look not behind. No power can hold them back, they rush on. Keeping steps with that restless, rapid music, seasons come dancing and pass away. Colors, tunes, and perfumes pour in endless cascades in the abounding joy that scatters and gives up and dies every moment. That I should make much of myself and turn it on all sides, thus casting colored shadows on thy radiance. Such is thy Maya. Thou settest a barrier in thine own being, and then callest thy severed self in myriad notes. This thy self-separation has taken body in me. The poignant song is echoed through all the sky in many-colored tears and smiles, alarms and hopes. Waves rise up and sink again. Dreams break and form. In me is thy own defeat of self. This screen that thou hast raised is painted with innumerable figures, with the brush of the night and the day. Behind it thy seat is woven in wondrous mysteries of curves, casting away all barren lines of straightness. The great pageant of thee and me has overspread the sky, with the tune of thee and me, all air is vibrant, and all ages pass with the hiding and seeking of thee and me. Good night.